the following is a conversation with Pat Militich, who is the co-host of the Conspiracy Farm with Jeffrey Wilson, and who is also uh, pretty well known for being on the Joe Rogan podcast as well, more specifically uh, Joe Rogan's MMA uh, podcast series. Uh, in this episode, uh, Pat, Camden, and myself touch on a handful of different topics, including uh, what's going on in the world now as it pertains to COVID, obviously, certain geopolitical affairs. Uh, we ask his perspective on extraterrestrials and how his uh, perspective has honestly changed in the last handful of months, even, uh, you know, compared to about a year ago. So I really suggest you listen or watch to uh, watch all of it for as long as you can, because it really is a very, very informative and uh, interesting perception uh, perception to have, uh, particularly because Mr. Militich was also at the, um, you know, alleged insurrection January 6th and things like that. Let me make it very clear. He was not a part of it. However, he obviously was able to provide some very interesting perspectives that the media uh, obviously cannot or will not. So without further ado, without having to hear too much of my voice, please uh, enjoy. Cheers. All right. So without further ado, welcome back. Uh, Pat Militich here with uh, the Conspiracy Farm. And again, would like to thank you so much for coming back on, sir. I think it's been uh, probably about seven or eight months since we've last had you on and a lot's happened. So uh, first off, thank you so much for coming back. Hey, no problem. I mean, did any of what we talked about? Because I, I do a lot of podcasts, so I'm not, not exactly sure. I know the subject matter in general, what we talked about, but did a lot of the things we talked about basically end up coming true? Basically, uh, we talked about the chip manufacturers, and that seems to be a big problem in the states now, specifically with you know the uh, the four by four truck, the Fords and the Chevys and all that. Mm -hmm. And it seems like they're trying. The mainstream media is trying to distance itself from that. But one of the things you stressed the most was the the, the chip manufacturing plant. Is there any way you could uh, touch up on that a little bit, if possible? Well. One of the, uh, you know, there is the main, the main manufacturing plant for those chips, uh, those semiconductors are still in Taiwan. There is a branch of it in Arizona, but you know, look, there could be an over excess of those microchips to be honest with you. And they would be withholding them because of the war on, uh, you know, what they consider gas guzzlers, you know, big trucks and, and stuff like that. That's, you know, the, the, the global alarmists, are doing their best, you know, with the pipelines being shut down and a lot of other things happening around the world. You know, this is absolutely a war on oil in general, and uh, and it's a war against mankind. Just to uh, to limit us, you know, they're going to, you know, do the whole um, climate emergency, dangerous levels of CO two, right. all that sort of stuff, and then start rationing fuel. And you know, it's it's a many pronged attack. Uh, that they're that they're undertaking here do you think the big oil guys are going to end up on top it, because it seems like, like you said there's that battle right now of the kind of like the old guard versus you know the the new guard in terms of cryptos quantum computing uh, electric cars all that well here's the thing the you know a lot of the oil tycoons have divested themselves of their own stock and, and gone towards green energy so that mm. that should tell you where they're headed so you know um We'll see. We'll see as this as this progresses, you know, what the citizenry is, is willing to put up with. Right. Right. And what do you think with um, with regards to what's going on with in uh, Ukraine right now in terms of, uh, you know, like very secretly, you know, Biden changing things around or m maybe not him, but, you know, the Pentagon and Russia making counter moves and sending tanks to the border and things like that? Well, yeah, that's a little bit a little bit of a, a dangerous uh, situation over there the, you know we we have always talked in terms of nations and alliances and, um, allies and enemies right right and with this globalist movement you know the the giant global corporations where where people would think the giants you know pharmaceutical companies uh, technology companies but you have to go even above that and understand you know the vanguards of the world um, BlackRock, some of these other companies that are not only invested in everything that controls all the media, that controls big pharma, uh, technology, and a lot of a lot of other sectors. Um, BlackRock and Vanguard are the two of the biggest investors in each other. 
they hold stock right. in each other. So this is one giant incestuous, um, you know, relationship that they all have, and government is beholden to those to those giant groups like Vanguard and and uh, not just the pharmaceutical companies, which donate massive amounts of money to politicians on both sides of the aisle. Um, I mean, big pharma spent will spend. This year, six point five billion in television television advertising, around five billion in radio advertising, and upwards of twenty one billion in uh, digital advertising. And you know, mm-hmm. so that the message that comes out of look, if I'm the guy that runs um, CNN or Fox News or whatever it is, yeah, um, and I'm getting that much money, that's keeping the lights on, that's paying all my bills, that's paying all my employees including the exorbitant amount of money that desk jockeys at, at stations like that get, um, you know, you're going to toe the line most likely. Right. So it's not, it's not only uh, maybe being evil. I can't say that they're, they're all necessarily evil, but they're certainly greedy and they have children to feed. Right. So that's something that you have to take into, into consideration as well as, you know, big pharma and many other corporations prop up the CDC they prop up the World Health Organization, which are both nonprofit organizations. <clears throat> but somehow the head of the CDC, Anthony Fauci, is able to stand at a podium next to the president of the United States and tell us that we're all going to die if we don't wear masks. Right. So that, yeah. that tells you how <clears throat> that tells you how corrupt all of this is. And uh, I think a lot of people are waking up, but it's, you know, I mean, what roughly from from the people that I've talked to, roughly 20% of the population has gotten the injection and everybody else is telling them, nope, not doing it. Um, and we'll see, you know, come this winter, how badly those people, you know, how bad their immune systems were, were degraded by that injection when flu season arrives. What are your, uh, if you're, if you're comfortable uh, explaining it, what are your thoughts on, and we can go full, fully open here. What are your thoughts on, on the vaccine and the overall, the, the, the very suspicious way that they seem to be pushing it, you know, the million dollar prizes for people who take the vaccine, you know, um, that, that kind of stuff. What do you think when you see this? Well, I mean, that tells me how desperate they're becoming to get people to get it right. Free donuts, free beer, free pot, free, you know, lottery tickets, all this other stuff that tells me that, that a lot more than people thought are awake and not, not getting the injection. Right. Um, you know, and having movie stars and musical stars and all these other people, you know, getting injections on camera and everything else, you know, God, God knows how much they're paying those people. Um, and whether it's even a real injection, you know what I mean? And my, my buddy, Jason, Jason Barmas, um, I don't know if you're familiar with him. Yep. Yep. Okay. So Jason Burmas, you know, he's had his YouTube page knocked down a couple of times. He's had a lot of warnings and stuff like that. He's, he switched from saying injection to the word boop, boop. (laughs) Don't tell. (laughs) Did did it work? Did, did you get the boop, boop? And it's, it's helped. It's helped, I guess. So. Oh my God. That's yeah. Cause it probably gets around the, uh, around the algorithm. Right. 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 So that's, (laughs) you know, just, uh, but you know, we're dealing with some, we're dealing with some really, really greedy, very, uh, some, you know, obviously some, some pretty powerful people. So, you know, it's, it's, you gotta do what you gotta do. Cause when they set, when they're the ones that control the algorithm, boy, I'd love some, you know, I hate to say it, but don't you wish that all the, the expert hackers in the world could go in and, and reset all the algorithms to yeah. shut them down, shut them down when they say things like, Build back better. Yeah. <laughs> speaking, well, speaking of build back better and all that, what do you think of, uh, I guess, Biden, the, the administration overall? Because last time we spoke, I don't think, I think Biden had just become president, I believe. But what do you think now looking, you know, six, seven months uh, into all this? Well, we knew what was going to happen. We knew that he's just a, a lap dog, you know, and, and uh, um, as it turns out, Thank you.
So if you could just, uh, yeah, what, what your thoughts are on the Biden administration and what's happening now, um, it, not just COVID, but in terms of, you know, the aura of, you know, trying to, you know, bring back a, a better America and all that doesn't really seem to be going through in reality compared to what the media is trying to show, right? Right. Well, you know, we know in reading UN Agenda 21 and UN Agenda 30 documents uh, that this, it was all going to start in 2021. And, um, you know, they, they're implementing, you know, I mean, think about the edicts that are being handed down, the lunacy, you know, with, you know, people have to be waking up and saying to themselves, wait a minute, it was two minutes to flatten the curve. And then it was, oh, uh, just a couple more months, you know, we want to be sure. And then it's no masks. Yes, you need to wear masks, no masks. You know, it's all by design to keep people confused. You never get your footing. You know, it's the same thing as a physical fight. If I allow someone to set their feet and unload with power, um, you know, they're a, that's a dangerous fighter. But that's why I keep them moving. That's why I keep them circling. I, 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 I create angles, angles of attack when they're off balance, when they're moving, uh, so that they're not set to attack me back. And, and it's the same thing when, it, when you're doing a psychological operation. Um, it's to damage our children, it's to damage us, it's, you know, all of it is just a, an erosion of confidence of, of the citizenry. Um, so that's, that's what it's all about. But, you know, in terms of, you know, Trump was pushing the vaccine as well. He didn't fire Fauci. You know, he brought in BlackRock to oversee our Federal Reserve and Treasury. Um, so people have to understand that, um, I mean, it's very likely in my mind, you know, given the signs that I've seen that, um, sorry, I got a cop car going past me. No problem. Very likely that, that Trump's just part of the act. Right. So, you know, you've got, uh, got half the nation cheering for him and the other half of the nation, you know, supposedly for Biden. Um, and it just keeps everybody divided, confused on something as simple as skin color. Right. So yeah. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to somehow dislike somebody or not trust somebody because of their skin color that's different than mine or a different race or religion or now it's mask and no mask uh, vaccine no vaccine and the ultimate you know the ultimate divider is you know did you get the did you get the boop boop or not right yeah <laughs> and and you know that's how they create the yellow star for for the people that that have not gotten the injection um, you know, if you don't have this, you know, you can't go here. You got to sit in this section of the stadium. You got to, it's, it's segregation and it's, and it's creating a second class, a second tier of citizens, um, out of something that is, you know, you have to understand we're surrounded by people who have been conditioned to be afraid of healthy people. That's right. how, that's how mind fucked citizenry are that they're, well, sorry, are you people. sorry? Are you referring to the like in terms of just you know going out for a bite to eat? It's you know McDonald's. Are you talking just the lifestyle you're saying? Everything. I mean, eventually you're not going to be able to. What their what their goal is is that anybody who has not got the boop boop, yeah, will not will not be able to partake in society. They will isolate you. They will make you a second class citizen. You know, I mean, in in places like India, they're making them wear signs around their necks with a skull and crossbone on it, like you're some sort of toxic. Uh, you know, incubator of, of a deadly virus, which is not the case. That's uh, not the case at all. So, you know, you know, so I had George Pardos, who's a scientist, on my Instagram live, and I haven't since been able to do a live video because they removed it and now have stopped me from doing live videos. If, because, if you don't mind me asking, what did he say on that live stream? Well, here, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you here. Um, so what I tell people now is I don't even argue I don't even argue with people anymore because they've been they've been fooled by the media so much and conditioned by the media so much that they're they don't objectively look at information that they're being told anymore. They just automatically allow it to bypass their objective thinking and see itself as a belief in their in their lizard brain. And once it's seated as a belief, you can't get it out of them. 
um, and they will not even look at data and facts anymore um, to the contrary. And it could be to us very simple common sense facts and data, right? And they won't right. look at it. So I, ju- I, I understand this and now I know, okay, I'm just going to ask people questions that will make them go and look, right? I want them to go and look on their own. And if they search for it with an open mind and they find the information, then they will have discovered it and then they can change their belief system. But I just, I don't do that. Uh, I, I don't get any arguments anymore. Um, so that's that, that's a big problem. But what George said, and I did this, I asked questions of George so that he could clarify from his scientific level of knowledge. And he's an expert in mitochondrial and cellular damage when toxins enter the body. Right. So I said, George, I said, George, um, what percentage of the human body is human cells as opposed to bacterial and viral cells? And he said, we're about one tenth human cells and nine tenth bacteria and viral cells. Mm. And so um, I got that established. Then I said, um, can a viral cell migrate from, say, a respiratory system to, say, your digestive system or your liver? or your kidneys. And he said, no, viral cells are specific to the organ and the part of the body that they're in. So they can't migrate even inside of your body to another part of the body. And I said, okay, so is it my understanding then, um, what is a viral cell's job? He said, well, they have numerous jobs, but when a toxin or any kind of bad bad bacteria um, enter enter the body, the viral cell's job is to bond with those toxins right. and then drag that out of that toxin out of the body through your pores, your breath, your feces, and your urine. I said, so when people get injected with whatever they're being injected with, yeah. we'll just call it, we'll just call it a toxin. Their viral cells are bonding with that toxin and then it's shedding out of their skin and their breath and everything. And that is what's getting other people sick and making the numbers go back up. And he said, yes, that's what's happening. So whenever these numbers and these spikes happen, it's coming from, and I know a lot of people that have been exposed and we've heard the time and time again, people that have gone to visit their family and their, their family members got injected and then they got sick and, uh, from the, from the people shedding on them and women having horrible menstrual cycles that women that have been in menopause for years and suddenly starting to bleed again and blood clots coming out of them. Um, young girls that in no way, shape or form should be starting to have their periods, starting their periods, um, you know, all kinds of women, um, and having serious health issues and now acquiring cancers, breast cancers, ovarian cancers, uterus cancer. Um, you know, and just as we presumed that this was a, a depopulation event. Well, it's, obvious that you know they're they're ruining the reproductive systems of of an awful lot of women they're saying it's settling in the testicles of men um i've heard that so you know that's the most benign that we can hope for right now because it's it's showing itself it's 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 flat out it's happening we know it's happening we know that's a fact um what happens when this flu season comes um how are the immune systems of those who have been injected with this, you know, from, from the research I've done and people I've talked to scientists say that their immune system is, is going to be pretty compromised. So, so what happens when the flu season arrives, are people going to start dropping like flies, you know, but so, you know, and I contend when I look back through everything um, that they've been, we know, look, bioweapons labs have existed for a long, long time. Yeah. How, how long have they been releasing weaponized virus on us? I mean, I'd like to get Freedom of Information Act's um, uh, documents on, you know, Anthony Fauci and the rest of them on the AIDS uh, HIV epidemic. Oh, well, this uh, is back in, you're, you're talking back in the 80s, right? Back in the 80s when Fauci was all part of that bullshit. So, you know, I want to know and you know people are talking about politicians starting these i'm i'm introducing a bill uh the fire anthony fauci bill yeah and you go wait a minute fire how about prosecute for crimes against humanity and the rest of the people up the chain who sold us this bullshit right, right? 
all the way up to the CEOs and board members of big pharmaceutical companies. Right. These people need to be tried in human rights courts and held accountable for what they've done because the massive numbers of suicides, that you know, the overdoses, uh, just everything, the unraveling of, of families and everything else that they've done, um, they need to be held accountable for. A hundred percent. Now, speaking of which, since we're on that, that train of thought there, we had uh, spoke a handful of months ago about you had actually said specifically that um, you were pretty confident that the virus did not originate naturally from vats. And it turns out that you ended up being correct. Do you, <laughs> is there anything, um, uh, you know, between then and now in the last five, six months where not just you've been vindicated, but anything that made you go, holy shit, I didn't think it was, you know, this bad or, or something like that. Well, look, I knew how bad it was going to be. And I knew that they were going to come out with a, with the, with the so-called um, vaccine that would be the next level of, of the attack, right? Um, because the initial COVID only accounted for, you know, five to 6% of the deaths of the people they said died of it, right? <clears throat> so we know it was, it was a respiratory illness that, um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't, and we said from the very beginning, the numbers do not merit the response, right? Right. It absolutely does not merit the response. And, um, but the fact that I'm seeing it all happen, you know, in front of me when I knew about this, you know, I knew when it was going to happen. I knew when the initial asymmetrical warfare would start, you know, in the spring of 2020. But you know, for all these months of walking around and having people wearing masks and telling me I've got to put a mask on and me telling them to, you know, go kick rocks. Um, it's this whole, this whole division and the hatred that those who have been scared into believing these people, right. um, they're, they're just, they're just like <clears throat> the mindset for me is I care about my children's freedom and I care about my country and I care about my fellow citizens. I, I tried to tell them because of that concern. On the other hand, these people are so afraid that they have hatred for me, a guy like me. You know, I've gotten plenty of hate, you know, over these months about it, right? Um, but that, that hatred gets turned up to a level of late 1930s Germany hatred for the Jewish citizens as soon as people start getting very, very ill um, as we move forward in time. Right. And they're going to blame us and they're going to talk about, you know, off to the isolation camps with you and everything else. Well, that's where we all have to stand our ground and not let the media, uh, not let the media dictate this anymore, the narrative. Right. So um, the un unity of the unwanted, which is a collection of all the, all the, a lot of the podcasters anyway, around the world doing shows. And you guys, have you guys been on there yet? I, I've been on. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's our ability to spread the word and to stand as a group of independent, you know, I guess, you know, we're independent media people. We've, we've, we've been certainly proven true what we've been saying for a long time, um, that we're actually the accurate ones and people are starting to catch on. And, you know, I'm happy to say that American uh, mainstream media people are, are, are coming out and admitting that they've been, you know, they're they're not able to report the truth yeah. they're told you know to toe the line and so everybody's start it's starting to realize that yeah we are being lied to right and so you know we we can hope that that reaches a a number of people that overwhelms the overwhelms these people and they're you know they're releasing of, of fauci's emails was kind of like well we can't hold this information back anymore people are starting to get really pissed off and it's like these small admissions and throwing potentially throwing Fauci to the wolves or even a Bill Gates to the wolves, which Bill Gates as wealthy as he is means nothing um, to the, the sharks above him. Right. I agree. Phil. If I, if, uh, if you don't mind me asking, if you could, in your perspective, who would be the sharks above Gates? I mean, cause there's a lot of debate about that. Right. I mean, not to say there's one or two guys, I'm sure there's much more than that, but would you say it's the, the Rothschilds that level or there's a the Wal well, certainly the Rothschilds, the Wahlbergs in Sweden, uh, 
you know, other, other places are Switzerland and, and, you know, there's about 150 families that control the planet. So, um, you know, those, those are the people that are responsible. And, you know, that's the thing. If, if, if the world was rid of those people, yeah. do you realize how much peace there would be on earth? Also, I mean, to be honest with you, the, not just that as well, but, uh, industry that like, you know, the oil industry, big pharma would be devalued overnight. Sure. Yeah, it would be, absolutely. I mean, you'd have so much of that. But speaking of which, I wanted to get your your perspective on what recently happened in uh, Israel. Uh, sorry, with on the Gaza Strip there. Do you do you see that as more of a distraction or I mean, a lot of people said that was, you know, Netanyahu <laughs> just trying to, you know, hold on to power by saying, OK, you know, we got to postpone the election and my corruption trial because look what's happening over here. Do you see it bigger than uh, much more bigger than just a distraction or? It's just a distraction. And I mean, look, think of, you know, the people of Israel are not the problem. The, the people that run Israel and run the world are the problem. Right. Right. Um, right. When when you talk about when you talk about Zionism, you talk about Christians, you talk about um, anybody from any religion that's at the top that runs the world, you know, in the Catholic religion, the black pope, all these people. Um, they're all one of part of one religion in my mind, and it's not it's not any religion that that uh, that worships um, God. Right, you know? right. It's 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 if you know what I mean. So, and I I don't even I contend that these people are not people at all. You know, you heard Joe Rogan say it the other day that they're not even real humans. He's yeah. right. He's right. These people, these people are not humans. Don't do this kind of shit to other human beings. Right. Right. They just don't they don't wake up every day planning to destroy the human population or wage war against innocent nations. Right. Right. That's that's not what human beings do. And um, I mean, it's it's biblical as well. It's, you know, I mean, God flat out said and Jesus flat out said that Satan was given control of the planet, whether Satan is a fallen angel or a freaking alien. I, I don't know. But I can tell you that these people that are doing this to us are not human. And the, the quicker everybody wakes up to that and understands that and isn't obedient, the quicker this shit gets over with and we can deal with these people. Right. Now, speaking of which, what do you think of what's been going on? And by the way, Camden, if you want to jump in, by all means, let me know or, or let us know. But what uh, what do you think has been going on with regards to the 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 crypto world and all that quantum computing? Do you think that whole thing of, you know, it's bad for the environment or it outputs more energy than a, a, a country, you know, consumes and things like that? Do you think that's nonsense or do you think the whole crypto thing is sort of like what's happening with oil? There's the transition uh, you know, against the gold standard, some are fighting it, some are going with it. Uh, well, look, I've gone into a, a, a crypto mining facility. Have you ever been in one? No. What's it, what's it like in there? Well, number one, when you walk in, it sounds like 10 jet engines. Holy crap. And it has to be, I mean, the, the size of the, <clears throat> the size of the HVAC system to keep it air conditioned enough is literally the size of like two semi-tractor trailers um, wow. you know it's a, a massive system and yeah it's, it's using a huge amount of energy um but <clears throat> look the the byzantine the byzantine empire you know when they weren't going to war and all of that sort of stuff their their monetary system stayed strong um for for many 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 years it, it, they didn't devalue their currency they kept it gold standard and that was that was just the way it was and it didn't get devalued um, this whole combination of pushing to, you know, uh, digital currency is, look, it's to track us. It's to take money from us. It's to fine us whenever they want. If we speak out against, uh, anything that they're doing, we right. run a red light, whatever. They can just automatically zap money out of your account. Um, they can tax you anytime, any, any way that they want. Um, you know, this is about control and, uh, you know, so that's, that's the way I look at it. I don't, I don't, uh, I'm not, I'm not for nor against cryptocurrency if it's decentralized, right. right? If it's decentralized and it's truly for the people, by the people, for the people, then, you know, it makes sense. And I'm not anti-government. You have to have a certain level of government, but the level of control that governments have, have brought themselves to and the, the stuff that they're starting to do to citizens around the world, I mean, they're unplugging their cell phones. They're, they're taking their ability to 
speak out to take part in society to do anything um, by doing this sort of thing. And this is this is happening to your neighbors. And if you're a person who is disenfranchised, say with the right or the left, it doesn't matter what you think. This is going to happen to you, and it's going to happen to your children. And if you want that for your children, some form of slavery, a digital slavery, you know, you're sick. You're sick in the head that you would even remotely want that for your child. Right. No, exactly. Uh, Camden, you wanted to jump in? Yeah, I did. Um, so loved your points about crypto because that really is already where it's heading, right? We see in China, they've got this social credit system already set up where like you smoke a cigarette on the bus. By the time you get off, you've already been deducted uh, money out of your account. You've already been deducted your social credit score, which like, you know, limits where you can travel, where you can go to school, all those things. Absolutely. Yep. Um, the, the thing that it's, it's kind of a speculative take and I want your take on it that I have um, blockchain is very, very interesting to me as a concept because even decentralized cryptocurrencies use what is a blockchain. Um, so now if you extrapolate what crypto could become, um, you say you start getting paid in, in, from your job the same way you get direct deposit you would now right you blockchain is touted as something that is you know the most secure no one can hack it no one that you don't want in it can hack it but as soon as you give your job your access to block your blockchain to pay you in that crypto whatever it is they kind of now have access to it right they 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 can see if you buy cigarettes they can see if you buy drugs they can see if you go buy hookers because that's like literally they just have access to it Right. Um, and so in that kind of uh, total control mechanism, they can they can they can widen their reach for like punishment that like literally fire you for something you definitely did off the clock and outside the job kind of thing. Right. Um, but the the concept of blockchain, they've got everyone really excited about it. And I, I want your take on this specifically. Um, they've got, you know, QAnon people really excited about blockchain because, you know, the audits, the, the NSA has the blockchains. Um, they've got the crypto world and financial markets really excited about blockchain because, you know, the it's secure, blah, 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 whatever. They've got They've got the social credit score system. They, I mean, so blockchain is kind of being really, really hyped up. And it seems to me that as soon as uh, vaccine passports, you even have the left, I should say, like really excited about vaccine biometric authenticity passports and uh, blockchain based. Well, I could, sorry, I could very quickly, the country that yeah. I'm in, Trudeau is uh, more oh, than yeah. happy to put those in. Yeah, absolutely. So the, in, in, in giving people this digital copy of themselves in a blockchain, this digital like separate version of them that is them fully in ones and zeros, that utopian, that dystopian, I should say, mater- like materialism, world-based, nothing spiritual, esoteric ever, like they, they're kind of forcing it, it to a head, aren't they, right? Well, I mean, look, I'm no computer specialist, but okay. I'm, I'm, luck- I'm lucky to in a group that meets every week here in my hometown, we have a couple of the best, literally a couple of the best computer guys you could ever have um, who come and they built us a a separate server Mm. where we're going to be putting all of our information. I like um, that. Wow. And, and um, they're, they're also able to do phones that are encrypted. um, You know, that, you know, they might, uh, they might be able to find out who you're talking to, but the, it's encrypted to where they don't know what you're saying. Right. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, all of that stuff for the social point system. Um, but as far as blockchain, you know, um, this is something that these guys talk about, that it is a good thing if you keep it protected from the things that you're talking about. Right. Um, you know, if, if, uh, if, if you're able to do that, keep it out of the hands of, of your employer and everything else. And, and so they're really in a way you can already see it happening where, um, you know, parallel societies are being built. Mm-hmm. People are preparing in that way, and, and whether it's barter systems, um, whether it's people that you know will still take you know a hard form of currency um, that is still valuable. You know, hey, um, you want me to teach you how to defend yourself from all these lunatics that are you know crimes exploded everywhere? Right. Um, you know, yeah, I'll take you know I'll take uh, five five six ammo as compensation mm-hmm. or i'll take 
gold or I'll take this or I'll take that, whatever. Um, and that's, that's stuff that's going to have to happen. Do you, do you see that happening in, in the, over the next, say, like 5, 10, 15 years where there really is going to be a division, not just in America, but in the world? They say the number to really make a difference is like the 30 to 60 million or more, generally, they say, for an actual, you know, like rebellion against the system. Do you see that happening anytime soon? Well, uh, look, in terms of a rebellion of just not taking part, you know, um, it, it, it's going to happen. I mean, there's no other way. Um, so that's, that's coming, you know, God forbid it, this thing turns violent, but the, the way that they can, the way they can uh, bring the, the, those that fear all of these imaginary, uh, you know, the boogeyman, you know, we're one news cycle away from me being attacked, walking into a grocery store for not wearing a mask or not having a, a an injection passport. Right. That's so, a good point. Very good point. One, yeah. one thing that here's one thing that, that, and this might freak you guys out a little bit is, you know, I've been collecting and I thought for a while I was the one going crazy, but it, it wasn't me. It was, it was, um, a lot of people, they so-called light workers have been kind of collecting around me. And it's, okay. it's, it's very interesting how this has all happened. And it's happened over a period of years. Um, a person that I'm friends with um, said, there's something about you. Um, I want to get your numbers from you. And I'm like, numbers, what are you talking about? She said, well, the world's most foremost or, or American, one of the foremost numerology experts I think needs to look at your numbers. There's something about you. And I said, okay. So you mean I gave like, all the, sorry, you mean like life path numbers, those kinds of things? Uh, just all my numbers, you know, birth okay. date, time of birth, yeah, all yeah, that yeah. sort of sure. stuff. Right? So anyway, um, uh, I think a month went by or whatever it was. And, and uh, my friend contacted me and said, this gentleman would normally just send you a packet um, on you. But he said he has to meet with you in person. And so I said, okay, no problem. And um, so we met in person. We had breakfast together. And he had uh, something this thick um, on my life, basically. And I, I'm never a believer in any of this stuff. And he says, he goes through the beginning, my life as a child and stuff, and stuff that nobody could have ever known, stuff I've never talked about. Um, and he sorry, was going just, through sorry, it. Pat, just curious, brother, before you go on, did this, uh, did it blow your mind when this person was saying these things that you're like, what the hell? I've never told anybody. And they know this. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but later on it, it, it freaked me out a little more, but so anyway, he got to my adult life and these are some of the things that you're going through and some transitions and, and, um, uh, that, um, uh, that he, he said, but here's the thing that is very important for you to understand. He said, I've done, um, what was it? 17, 17 or 27,000 of these, of these reports. I've done this for many decades. And he said, you're only the second ace of spades I've ever come across. Mm. And, and cool. this is not something that I talk about on podcasts. Yeah. Um, and so anyway, I said, ace of spades, what is that? And he right. said, that's, that means you're a wizard. And I said, what the hell is a wizard? And he goes, you're meant to educate people. Te you're a teacher. And I'm thinking, okay, mixed martial arts. I, I train law enforcement. I train military, whatever. And he goes, no. He goes, there's something much bigger coming that you, you're going to have knowledge of. Uh, and you're going to have to educate people about it, right? Right. And I went, okay. And he goes, and because of this knowledge, you're going to have dark forces come against you which I've had all kinds of crazy shit happen to me. Lose a job because a guy wrote lies about me um, on the internet, wrote a false story about me on the January 6th events at, at uh, Washington, D.C. I've had all kinds of, of tumultuous things happen in my life. And, it's, and I, I now look back and recognize what it is. And so, uh, but a lot of these types of people have been um, kind of just appearing in my life. And it's, it's very interesting. It's like, almost like an army is being built of people that know exactly what this is about. Right. And right. so, uh, so it's, it's a very interesting, uh, very interesting time that we're entering into with, 
um, I can see into the future generally pretty easily. And, and so, you know, we just need to, people need to prepare, you know, for, for what, uh, for what's to come, for what's to come, no matter what it is, um, you know, we've only got one life, make the best of it. Right. You know, love, the, love the people that love us and um, help the people that we can help and the people that aren't going to listen, you know, you just can't, you can't worry about it. You got to let them go. Right. You got to let all that stuff go and just move on. So exactly. Before uh, Camden, before we get to you, brother, I just wanted to ask uh, Pat, if you'd be comfortable respectfully enough to, to discuss it only if you can, or if you'd like to, the events that occurred on the sixth, you were within the general vicinity of, of what happened there. Am I correct? Or. Well, we stayed down, we stayed down behind the barricades at the Capitol. Um, and we got there before everybody else did because most people were listening to Trump speak. And right. I wasn't, I wasn't so much interested in what he was saying. I was more interested in just being there because we felt something, something was going to happen. And as soon as they opened the barricades in front of the Capitol and about tens of thousands of people poured up the hill, my friends and I all looked at each other and went, nope, that's, that's, that smells, that smells mm -hmm. bad. That smells yep. very bad. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then the riot, the riot police started hammering the crowd up by the Capitol with, with uh, stun grenades and tear gas and rubber bullets and everything else. And so, um, eventually all of that just calmed down and then it was just people standing we didn't even know people had gone in the building we were so far i mean that building is so far away from the street because there's so much land going up that hill that that you you can't see you, you literally can't see so we just assumed people were up on the rotundas you know on those levels those outdoor walkways um just hanging out out there but it turns out yes people went into the building but uh so that that was kind of basically what i saw and then i saw footage of the other side of the Capitol where the cops had, had done the same thing and opened the barricades and allowed people in and all that. Was there, now, now, Oh yeah. Sorry. Go on. Well, we saw people that were obviously uh, either Antifa or who they were paid agitators who were within the crowd of, you know, we saw two guys with black outfits on with, with backpacks, with baseball bats hanging out of them. Mm -hmm. And everybody, you know, I said, I go, where's the game at guys? You know, nobody, <laughs> they, they were trying to get people to attack them. They were, you know, it was just, but so, it turns sorry, out. Sorry, Pat, sorry, but before you go on, I just wanted to ask very quickly because you brought up the, the agitators there. Is there anything that you would like to say or that you'd be willing to say that is totally different from what the media is saying that you saw yourself? Like, did you see what, again, I guess we can't confirm it, but did you have a good idea? Like you're, you're a very street smart guy, common sense guy. Did you see anyone there that was not a Trump supporter that looked like they knew what was going to happen? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Several. Um, and, uh, you know, so now, it, now there's footage coming out later on, um, you know, of the first people into the Capitol building were all dressed in black, you right. know, de definitely not Trump supporters, all that sort of stuff. And now there's reports coming out that, that the FBI had people, um, dressed in black that were part of the agitators and everything else. And look, oh, there's, I can't there's reports on that. Yeah. Yeah. So there's reports coming out on that. Look, I've been to Quantico and I've trained FBI, FBI, the FBI instructors, right? I've got friends in the FBI. I've trained high level military people. I've trained, you know, I believe that there are still, you know, the vast majority are patriots within the FBI and, and other agencies. But look, for whatever reason, uh, you know, somehow the people at the top, you know, the, the FBI director saying, that there were absolutely no signs of any um, uh, Antifa at the Capitol building. And, and I got asked that, you know, what are your thoughts about that? And I said, I, <laughs> I certainly don't think he's being truthful. Um, and look, <laughs> um, and, and he's, I'm sure, being forced to say that. And that's the way it is. Um, but, you know, <clears throat> I mean, most of the people that were there were not people. And there was almost... I. I'm guessing 750,000 to a million people were there. Wow. If there was, if, if there was an insurrection, the building would have been destroyed, right? If there was right. mm -hmm. people there to cause violence or to do anything like that, that we, we all know that there would have been, you know, what, DC would have been in flames and it would have yeah. been in rubble, you know, with a million people there yeah. for an insurrection, that's a million man army. They all would have been carrying guns, which I'm sure some were, Yeah, but, they weren't using them, right? 
Right. So, you know, the media's ability to drum people up into, and I've had tons of messages on social media and all kinds of stuff. You're a, you're a traitor. You're a white supremacist. You're, you're a domestic terrorist and all this other stuff. I'm like, Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, because the media got them drummed up into this bullshit narrative. Um, and then that false story that went out about me, um, you know, and I said, you know, I've said numerous times, I've been involved in this sport for 30 years. Right. If I'd ever said or written anything remotely racist, don't you think it would have got published? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, it's so I just, you know, you got to just, you got to just deal, recognize the enemy you're dealing with. They're all about lies. They're all about deceit. They're all about optics, false optics, everything else. So, you know, um, one way or another, you just have to see through all the bullshit and help people, you know, hopefully ascend to a higher level of intelligence yeah. and really look around themselves and go, yeah, okay. It's now it's dawning on me. You know, like I said, all those people that are huge Trump fans, I can't confirm or deny either way, 100% that Donald Trump wasn't who he said he was. But when you've not fired Fauci, you push the vaccine, you bring it, bring in BlackRock to handle the Federal Reserve and, and Treasury. If it quacks like a duck, walks like a duck, probably a duck. Right. I see what you're a lot of people seem to have had that that revelation recently, too, especially with BlackRock, like with what you said there. I mean, especially with BlackRock's ties to, you know, the Mossad and all that stuff. That's clearly not uh, not necessarily clean cut stuff all the time. But um, but right. what's interesting, too, I wanted to mention, I'm not sure if you heard about this, but allegedly the uh, YouTube and all these major social media sites would not let footage from the sixth be posted. But CNN, uh, NBC, MSNBC, all those guys used that footage from everyone's cell phones because oh, yeah. they did not have camera oh. people there. Well, they, they, they did have camera people there and they did have John Sullivan in there who got paid by CNN and I believe one other station, maybe CBS for that footage. Right. And so also they, they did have people in there. <clears throat> oh, 100%. Oh, yeah, and, and no, another I photographer mean... and another photographer from CNN who was being paid to be there. And she was inside the building and, um, you know, Sullivan's been seen speaking at black lives matter rallies with black lives matter shirts on, you know, those are the operatives that, that are paid, whether it's Antifa events, whether it's uh, Black Lives Matter events, whether it's a Trump event at the Capitol, it's all about optics and creating division. And uh, I, I hate those Black Lives Matter people because they looted and burned downtown. I hate Antifa because they looted and burned downtown and were attacking innocent pedestrians and people driving cars. Oh, I hate those Trumpers. They broke into the Capitol and it was a, an attempted insurrection, right? That's all it's about. It's all right. about division. And, and, and if the American people, you know, were to come together and all suddenly realize what's happening, <clears throat> that's when the government goes, oh, shit, right? Well, it seems like they're playing both sides against the middle, right? Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, yeah. Camden, brother, you wanted to jump in? I did, yeah. Um I was going to, so Trump, one of the most confusing things about Trump for me, especially right now, is the way that he endorses these vaccines so heavily. Um, It doesn't, the QAnon's spin of it is, uh, I'm not a subscriber to QAnon necessarily at all, but their spin of it is that like, a lot of these vaccines are now going to be placebo so that like it like i don't it doesn't make sense to me why he would uh, act the way he does about the vaccines um well look you can say it two ways and it's easy to explain both ways okay um whether, whether you're a believer of QAnon or not which i'm i i fully believe that that's a psyop just to yeah no play, i mm-hmm. placate placate and keep people who are constitutionally minded you know, right. sitting in their houses, twiddling their thumbs, waiting. Trust for... the plan. <clears throat> right, right. So, um, you know, is Trump saying it because he wants people to get it? Or is he saying it so that people go, yeah, that's reverse psychology, right? Okay. Don't go near it. Don't I go hear near you. It, you know? sure. So, so it, it, it could, I could see it being believed by both sides of the aisle and however they want to do it. You know, is he saying it to make, even people who lean far left go, if Donald Trump's backing it, we probably shouldn't get it. 
I mean, yeah. fair point. Absolutely, fair point. You know what I mean? Right. You know what I mean? So that's the thing is, I've I've gotten to the point where you know on on 9-11 when all that stuff happened until i started to investigate and had a couple conversations with close friends you know when 9-11 happened i'm like hell yeah go get those terrorists let's go blow up afghanistan right. let's do this let's do that right. rah 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 you know and I, I i had even done a uso tour over in afghanistan uh dan henderson and i went over and i love our troops <laughs> no matter what the cause of the war is i love our troops because look those are people that have essentially signed their name on the dotted line to ultimately give up their life if they have to for their country, right? right. So I've always, I've always been endeared to our uh, first responders, military, all those people, and I have great respect for people that have the balls to sign their name on the dotted line to do that, right? Uh, that's a higher level of, of person in my book, uh, but you know that's the thing is that uh, I started researching. You know, one of my friends said. You know, have you looked into Halliburton? Have you looked into Cheney and the Bush family and their connections to Halliburton and all of these other things? And I started researching that. That's that's when I, I knew something was off, but that's when I went, yeah, we're dealing with criminals on both sides of the aisle through and through. Right. Now, speaking of which, I wanted to ask uh, before uh, wrapping this up a little bit, uh, China, Russia, what what are the odds? Very straightforward question. What are the odds we get into the West gets into some form of ground war or asymmetrical <laughs> warfare? I mean, we can argue now we're already in one in the cyber world with them. But what do you think the odds are that something manifests physically? Well, you know, I don't necessarily think that I don't necessarily think that any country, because it's run by globalists, right? Right, right. You know, so Chinese companies own a ton of stuff in America. Um, there's Americans that own a ton of stuff all over the world, the globalists. Uh, there's a ton of people from, you know, the Bank of England, uh, you know, the Rothschilds and many others. They own, they own stock in companies that have stuff facilities all over the world, including China. Um, why would they want to blow the shit out of their own infrastructure, right? Mm, yeah. <clears throat> when you could just release, well, yeah. <laughs> operation, operation Warp Speed, let's get you all, you know, boop, let's get you the boop, boop, and, and, and then suddenly the population starts to decline, you know, massively, um, you know, and achieve what, what they want. Look, if you were one of the wealthiest families in the world, one of the most powerful families in the world, and you looked at your children and you were a, an evil son of a bitch. And you said, what would I want for my kid? They have a role. Now they've got a collection of Rolls Royces. They've got mansions they can go to, you know, they can go anywhere in the world they want. They can get on my private jet, do whatever they want. What would I want to give them? No, yeah. I know. I know what I give them control of the entire planet. Right. And just continue that, that power structure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now the next oh. with far less population, with far less population, putting a strain on research. Yeah. Hey, you know, you got a pretty easy life, right? Exactly. I wanted to get your perspective as well, sir, on uh, on UFOs. I mean, I asked you about this uh, last year, I believe, but lots happened since then in the public domain. Some people say it's pure distraction. Others say that it's a slow increment of what's coming. But of course, many people say, you know, guys like Lou Elizondo and stuff, once CIA, once intelligence agents, always intelligence agents. From your personal perspective, what do you think of the UFO phenomenon? Do you think it's alien or you think it's underground or you think it's human and what do you think of the way the media is pushing it well again i i've said that the people that are in control right now in my mind aren't even human um, right right you know so so i can't be for sure uh, but i can say that there's a reason there's a huge uptick in you know the pentagon and department of navy and everybody else telling us you know they can confirm that ufos do exist um you know uh israeli former head of the Israeli what Air Force and space space programs and stuff saying that uh, aliens have been among us for many years and they just we just you know yeah it's probably they probably have been um, to think that we're the only you know intelligent life form um, in the universe you know it's that's pretty 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 naive to think that but you know when when Trump I don't I don't know if Trump had said this uh, when I was on um, 
Biden was already in office when uh, when I talked to you guys last. Um, I believe actually, no, I think it was just before the election, because at that okay, because the sixth hadn't happened at that point. So forgive me. So my mistake. Okay, so, you know, when Trump was sitting in, in the Oval Office and he had the, the head of Space Force, the general standing next to his desk. <clears throat> and I when I heard this, I went, well, OK, yeah, all right. yeah. Um, do you remember what Trump said? No, I just I just I kind of got that same feeling you had because I thought Space Force would have happened regardless of who was in there. But what did he sure, say? It would have. It would have. But Trump said, well, you know, Space Force, you know, we need to be protected. And we've got missiles that are 17 times faster than any missile we've ever created. I call them super duper missiles. And he looks up at the general and goes, super duper missiles, right, general? And the general goes, Yes, sir, Mr. President, super duper missiles. Trump looks back at the camera and goes, see, super duper missiles. So I went, okay, Space Force, confirmation of UFOs, super duper missiles. Okay, they've divided the world in such an extreme way. How do you bring the world back together and unite the world into a new world order? Right. There's nothing better. There's nothing better than either false flag or real alien attacks on major cities around the world. Right, right. right. And, and everybody goes, rah, 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 let's kill those green bastards. I'm on board, right? And I'm going to be sitting back laughing going, I'll be out by the river catching fish and watching you <laughs> dumb bastards, you know, <laughs> run around with your hair on fire, right? Right. <laughs> makes makes sense. So you do, you would say it's, uh, I mean, in your personal opinion, you don't need to have evidence to support this, but you generally have been very, majority of the time, you've been correct, uh, very, very accurately. Would you say in your, in your gut, it, it's aliens in your opinion? Well, I mean, can you think of a better way to bring the entire world together? Yeah, yeah, it's a good point. That's all very I can say, point. you know, it's, it's, it's tough to think up a better way to have everybody on the same team. You know, then right. another world to right. Earth. It's the, the, the first Earth, the first Earth ball, us versus the whatever. Right. Right. It makes perfect sense. Now, again, I wanted to thank you so much for coming on. But before we end it, uh, please uh, tell the audience, of course, myself, I'm pretty knowledgeable in it um, about your the, this product, Black Oxygen. I can just tell everyone I've taken it myself. I'm not being paid to say this at the moment or anything like that. And it's actually done so many great things for me. Uh, physically, it's helped me much more with my my intermittent fasting, things like that. So what what else could right. you say about it that you would encourage people, especially now? when people don't know you know with the virus and and the vaccine and all that well people can look up um senate document 264 and that was from a hearing where doctors and scientists sat in front of the senate and basically gave testimony of our soils in 1936 had been so depleted that this was contributing to many of the illnesses that Americans were dealing with back in 1936. So that tells you how depleted our soil is now. Right. Um, so no matter what food you're putting in your body, you're not getting the nutrients your body is supposed to have for optimum operating systems, for athletic performance, for fighting off diseases. And we've seen so many autoimmune diseases and um, God, 600,000 heart attacks a year kill people. Um, you know, asthmas, COPDs, diabetes, it's just, it's all exploding. Everyone right. is sick, right? especially as they get older. So these are the nutrients from what Mark St. Onge is the guy that formulated this. He tested numerous bogs, dozens upon dozens of bogs in Canada and found the one that the, was, was the most nutrient rich, rich, and it has a five foot sediment layer, 40 feet under the mud <clears throat> that is... 1,500 different, different types of plants that have decomposed for 60,000 years. So that's where all the concentrated nutrients are of 60,000 years of, of decomposition. Wow. So they suck, they suck that up out of the ground. They use a CO2 pressurized process and a freeze drying process to concentrate it into a powder. You only need a half a measuring spoon, half a, tea, half a teaspoon measuring spoon twice a day in a bottle of water, shake it up, drink it. It adds 45% more oxygen at a cellular level, not in your blood, at a cellular level. And it also carries nutrients into the cell, delivers it to the mitochondria, which turns that into fuel to create energy because the mitochondria is the furnace of the cell. 
Then on the way out of the cell, it, um, it chelates. So it drags heavy metals and toxins out of the cell, which are making you sick. That's how disease starts in the first place and creates an alkaline environment where disease cannot exist. And then on top of that, it resets your gut bacteria, your gut flora, which without that, you can't be healthy. It cleans off your intestinal walls um, so that you can absorb nutrients again. And then <clears throat> this is one, one of the bigger ones that people really freak out on is it completely resets your hormonal system. So the vast majority of adults have huge thyroid problems. Um, right. You know, you know, people selling Viagra are making big money because men's hormones are all screwed up from the toxins that are in them. Right. And, uh, you know, so I've got middle-aged guys going, Hey man, does it, they've been on it for two, three months and they go, Hey, does it help with, and I go, now nah, you're waking up with Ardons again. Huh? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, dude. <clears throat> I said, yeah, that's, that's part of your, you know, your hormonal system. And I had a, a friend of mine, a lady in her fifties who had really bad thyroid issues, but she also had dangerous levels of estrogen. And what people don't realize is that shampoos, skin lotions, deodorants, all these different unnatural ones, unorganic ones, um, lower testosterone and raise estrogen levels, you know, right. um, just the, just the drug atrazine. And it's real. You can look it up, converts male frogs to female frogs. So when you call someone or you hear people saying soy boys, the soy boys, the feminine men, mm. that's what's happened is over these years, their estrogen levels have dropped considerably or gone up considerably and their testosterone has lowered. So anyway, she had blood tests done before she got on black oxygen. Her estrogen level was at 417, which put her in a very high risk for stroke and heart attacks. And so she got on black oxygen. She went back and got blood tests again and her, um, her estrogen level went from 417 down to 17.2. Whoa. So that's, Holy. that's what's happening. It's, it's resetting the hormonal system inside the human body and people are starting to go, okay. Um, I'm all of a sudden I'm feeling normal again. Right. Right. Yeah. So it basically, so, and it's totally, it resets, totally organic and plant-based re, re, sorry, it resets re, re, the entire, it resets everything about your body. Right. Okay. And it's, you know, it's, it's, um, a pill form, powder form, or both. You can get tablets or you can get the powder. I tell people to get the powder. Uh, because it lasts longer and uh, it costs $110, but it lasts for 50 days, basically, if you take it as prescribed. So it's two bucks a day. Wow. Okay. Yeah. People spend more on coffee. <laughs> yeah. Two bucks, a, two bucks a day to keep your, to totally change your outlook on life. And I've seen it with people's health over and over and over again. I can't say, say that this treats, cures, or prevents anything. Okay. Any disease right. or sickness because it's not approved by the FDA. Uh, but it is approved by Health Canada, which is very stringent, and people are going to get benefits. So if you have, look, if you have ailments, if you have uh, parents that, that are sick, children that are sick, um, you know, give it to them for, you know, give it to them for two months straight, twice a day right. as recommended, and, and let it, it's got a money back guarantee. If, it, if you do that and it doesn't work, hey, get your money back, right? But right. I, I've never seen anything like this. Um, in all my years of taking supplements, because it's not a supplement, it's the it's the concentrated fulvic anemic minerals and acids from sixty thousand years of, of fifteen hundred de decomposing plants, the shit that's supposed to be in our body in the first place that our soil is not giving us anymore. So basically, not only does it help with it seems like uh, you know the mental aspect of things with you know libido and things like that, but even would you say muscle growth as well too? And I ask that because I've done some training sessions myself, and I've noticed again not not like a, for example, uh, my my muscles have gone from jello to you know being rock hard, but I've noticed an, a much more quicker progression in my training. Yeah, yeah because you're. The cell regeneration is happening much faster because of the nutrients and the level of oxygen and the fact that you're able to actually train harder because your muscles are not running out of gas. Um, anything that you put it, if you get a high level, like I take a high level amino acid with it now and a greens, uh, greens 85 from chemical free body because black oxygen has 60 times its carrying weight going in and out of the cell. It'll carry those, those sup other supplements that you're taking directly and you're going to get the benefit of that it's going to optimize whatever it is you're putting in your body got you awesome well pat brother thank you so much for coming on once again um and we will uh, could you tell everybody where they could find you instagram twitter any of that stuff 
yeah, they can find me at PJ Milicic uh, on Instagram. They can find me uh, at theconspiracyfund.com, any of our episodes. And they can find the product, um, which you're going to be releasing that soon. You're going to start uh, start um, um, selling it here pretty soon, hopefully, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Actually, starting this evening is the, is the goal. Okay, so um, you'll be able to, to put out your link with every episode now, and people can now come directly to you and get the product. So that's, that's a good thing. Awesome. Thank you so much, sir, for coming on. Thank you for your time, and uh, we'll talk very, very soon. All right, brother. Thank you.